You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet, and welcome to a... <laughs> a... A... Sick, sick, sad world uh, remote recording of Tadpog, Tyler, and Dave, and Ian play old games. Uh, yeah, so we probably sound a little different. I have finally been bitten by the zombie. Um... And and came up with a positive COVID test. So, unfortunately, I had to request a remote recording so I didn't spread my plague virus to the two of you. You've been um, around Chris Rock recently, or yeah, yeah always. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was I I made it I made it this long without ever having a positive COVID test. So now I finally have one after most all of my department and work has it. It's been a complete shit show. Uh, not only did I, you know, have to do like a, a reduction in force plan on top of that, everyone got sick. So it's been awful. Um, and then, uh, Melissa is sick. Um, that's how, cause I thought I had a sinus infection and then she wanted to take a test cause she started feeling bad cause I took a test and it was negative and I was like, okay, it's a sinus infection. Called my doctor, got antibiotics. And then she started feeling bad, took a test that was positive, brought me a test. I took it. Then I was positive. And, well, here we are. We've enjoyed a few days together, though. But the the very first day she was supposed to start as a nurse on the floors, she couldn't go. <laughs> God, that's, that's, that's the kind of timing that I would expect for people like us, you know, just sort of that kind of a everyday bad luck sort of well i've been working for this towards this for a couple of years and i'm ready to go and now i can't yep she was very very worried and very upset but her her boss just like that i guess she's probably very used to it just told her the number she has to call and be off for five days and then go back to work and we're in 95 for five days so well i'm sure in that profession especially they're probably you know prepared for employee outages because of sickness especially like covid and stuff uh whenever i was um i met with the cno and we were walking the floors kind of discussing a plan and i was i was shocked at the number of nurses in in 95s because it's like everybody's everybody's fucking sick it's that time well of that's year. yep that's what I've been doing. What have you guys been up to? Uh, not a whole lot. Just been sort of doing my usual. Been busy at work and not had a lot of time to do things uh, that I really want to do. But uh, I guess that's just part of being a grown-up. Um, still no anime to report on i'm kind of out of that for the moment still but um i do have a couple of movies i was going to bring up uh that i watched over the week um that were 
fairly surprising. Um, both of these are on Amazon Prime. Actually, I think this first one is on Prime and the other one maybe on Shutter. I can't remember, but it's easy enough to find if you look it up. <clears throat> but uh, the first one is called Bullet County. And yes, it's that Bullet County, uh, the one in Kentucky. And uh, it's basically a movie about a group of friends that get together uh, not in, in 1977 is when this takes place uh, to go on a bachelor party or to go to have a bachelor party uh, for a friend of theirs um, on the Bourbon Trail. And they end up, he's from Bullitt County, and they end up on that part of, from his neck of the woods on that part of the trail. And then they hear this legend of this buried treasure uh, out, in the, out in the woods. And they decide to go after it. And it's uh, <coughs> chaos ensues at that point. That's pretty much the most I can say without spoiling it. Um, and then... Oh, I give it, uh, it was a surprisingly good movie. Um, has some neat little twists and turns in it that I, w I did not expect. It didn't really follow the, uh, I guess, typical, too, too stereotypical uh, formula of uh, your, your traditional kind of horror movie, whatever. Um, but I, I do, I give it, a solid four stars was in Sage says check it out. Um, the second one is another movie uh, called The Retaliators, and uh, this one is about a preacher who is sort of a pacifist. He it, they kind of establish early on in the movie that he's not a very confrontational person. Uh, he'll he'd rather avoid a fight, and um, I get it. I hear it. Yeah, and uh, almost to the point, though, of seeming weak. And then something really tragic happens in his life, and uh, it sends him down a path that that isn't quite so much pacifism anymore. But it's not, again, this one kind of surprised me as to how good it was. Um, so the soundtrack to this movie is okay, but it's, that's probably the worst thing about it for me. Cause it's a lot of like early to mid two thousands, um, metal slash hard rock. Some of the members of the band five finger death punch are actually in the movie. Um, wow. and there's some, there's some like, I don't know. It's just not my thing, but it the music worked pretty well for this for this film, and uh, again, it had a it was a it was surprisingly good. Um, we were just kind of watching these movies, thinking, well, we're just gonna kill a couple of hours on a Sunday afternoon, uh, and ended up stumbling on these two that were really good. Um, Retaliators. I'm giving a. Three stars was in Sage says check it out. I recommend it. Um, it's a it's a fun time. And then uh, I'm almost caught new? up on the huh? 
Are they pretty new? Sorry. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, I'm almost positive Bullet County is within the last couple of years. And I think Retaliators might be as well, but I forgot to note. <clears throat> excuse me. I forgot to note when they came out. So, but um, anyway, continuing on, I, I almost caught up on the boys and um, the show just keeps getting better and better. Uh, it's it's one of those that you wouldn't expect to have to be as sort of deep as it is. Um, no pun intended, because one of the main characters' superheroes' <laughs> names is the Deep. Uh, I remember seeing all the Reddit memes of deep thoughts with the Deep. Yeah, he's a fucking tool. <laughs> but uh, it's a. It's an unbelievably good show, and it really does a good job of not only of like really sort of in your face social commentary about very recent, you know, things uh, in our real world, but also it shits right on top of this whole superhero thing that you know, has become so big and popular. I think it's sort of, if I had to guess, I'd say it's probably sort of starting to wane a little bit now. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it really does a good job of um, making fun of that whole thing. And I I really dig it. It's still a solid four stars. I wouldn't say just check it out. And that, as they say, is that i think that's all i've got for this week dave how about you um honestly like not a whole lot i've um been i'm still i i don't have much to update since last week i mean i'm still listening to the wolves of the kala Um, yeah yeah i like it a lot it's just i'm just taking it slow um pretty much just only listening when I'm in the car kind of deal. So mm-hmm. uh, it's been slower getting through this one than uh, the other books, but I like it a lot. I'm probably, I'm starting on the third um, part of the book cause it's, it's split into three parts. So I am yeah. on the third part. Um, yeah, it's good. I, I like it a lot. It's um, I'm kind of in the point where I get with a lot of, a lot of these books Um Except for the drawing of three, where it's like, okay, cool. Like, I know the action's coming, but I'm super ready for it. <laughs> like, I'm right. ready for it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, but it's been good. I've been enjoying it. Um, and then just been playing Final Fantasy XIV. Um, you know, Red Mage and Black Mage um, are... By the time this comes out, they'll be at level cap. They're both one level away from cap. Nice. So I, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Black Mage is interesting um i I think i'm gonna get it to cap and then be like cool i'm done with that class for (laughs) a while uh it's just kind of it's complicated it's a complicated job um but maybe i'll feel differently when i know the game better but i unlocked dancer so i've been leveling dancer dancers um pretty fun um they can they're a, a dps class or a damage dealing class but they can also um give buffs to they at the beginning of a fight or a dungeon they'll choose a dance partner and um they buff themselves along with their with their dance partner so it's uh oh, that's it's cool been, it's yeah it's been fun <laughs> um 
I've been kind of down recently. I've uh, been dealing with some like uh, issues on the like at the back of my scalp, and they did a biopsy on that today. And oh shit, um, damn, yeah, and it hurt. <laughs> so yeah. I got a headache. Yeah, I got a headache going on. I got a stitch back there, which sucks. And um, so, um, hoping we can figure out what the what the problem is. Shit, um, man. Yeah. So it's been kind of a. It's been kind of a. Between that and like, I mean, that was just today. But between that and like, just the way the weather has been recently, it's been kind oh, yeah. of snowy Snow. and like, yeah, the kids have been out of school, or we've only got one kid, but I mean, he's out of school, and it's just, I don't know, everything's been everything's been fucked up this week. Yeah, uh, it's but, been gross and cold, like really super fucking cold and wet and cold and wet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that, buddy. My dad has that scalp stuff done sort of all the time. He's, I guess he's got a lot of precancerous spots, so he has to go and get them frozen off and dug out every mm. few months. Uh, the last one, they had to go so deep, they had to like have multiple people come in and push both sides of his head together to get enough scalp to sew it back. Oh, no. So he's, he's used to it, but... Yeah, I've I've heard a lot about that. I know it sucks, Dave. Sorry. Yeah. Hey, no, man. Thanks. Uh, it's it's definitely not that bad. It's just um, it's really it was just a really weird sensation to feel like the back of your head being sewed up, even just like one stitch. Just like, this is weird. It doesn't. It's not painful because they numb it, but it's it's just such a weird. Well, you could feel the pressure. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Did yeah. they have to like cut any of your hair off? Mm, I don't know. I haven't looked. I haven't really wanted to. <laughs> I'll blame you. But no, it's not like a big patch of my hair is cut off or anything like that. So that there's that's nice. Um, it was like a, she's it was like a three millimeter area. So when you'll know something about it soon. Yeah, uh, ten days. They say about ten days. So yeah, and then uh, I get the keep Vaseline on the stitch for for a week and then uh, Nikki gets to cut it off (laughs) sweet fun times yeah my (laughs) stock just keeps rising boys (laughs) (laughs) well Nikki's good at stuff like that she is yeah the doctor was asking she's like you you need to come back in and I was like no I think my wife can handle this she's she's like you said, she's good with stuff like this. Yeah. Mind, or Melissa, mind or Melissa could do it if you wanted her to. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. If, if she could, that would be awesome. If, if, if either Nikki or Melissa could save me the $75 to go in there. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. No yeah, problem. That's for sure. She's, she has like the equipment here. So yeah, nice, I'll, I'll tell nice. her, I'll tell her about it when we're done. <laughs> Well, I, I think I think Nikki can handle it. But if she if she nopes out if she nopes out, it's good it's good to know that uh, there's yeah, somebody you got to back up. Can. Yes, it's great. Yeah, I'm or hell, I'll away. do it. I love you that much. I'll do it. <laughs> I, I if all three it. of them do, I trust you. I mean, it's I'm good with the cleaver. Pretty, yeah, yeah. You're you're a culinary. I've got knife skills. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, before because. Whenever I originally told you guys that I I had uh, COVID, I was like me getting up for ten minutes and doing the show notes sucked. Um, yeah. But it's been 
now I'm okay. You know, definitely feeling still like weak and tired. Um, took a lot of Sudafed. So while everyone else was napping and I was Sudafeded out, I streamed um, Final Fantasy VI T Edition. If you've of heard that. of that. Yeah, yeah. I haven't played it, but I've heard of it. It looks Chris Chris Vaughn was telling me all about it. It does yeah. all I I looked I read a bunch of videos about it. It's like the the ultimate passion project where they've gone through and revamped the sprites to look more like the original art, fixed all the bugs, changed the difficulty, made all the stuff that didn't make sense. Or you thought, well, it makes sense if it did this. Fixed all that little stuff. Um, now you can do like side missions at pubs. Um, fixed a bunch of balance issues. I don't know. So far, I'm not far in it at all. Like I'm, I'm about to go get Sabin. Uh, but I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, cool. So I'm really looking forward to playing, playing more of that. Like they have this in-house achievements thing and trophies and new in-game super boss content and new side missions for like because i saw some of it like there's a lot of stuff with edgar and sabin kind of fleshing out their relationship and all sorts of new new stuff but still prime to the the main storyline is still the same so i thought that looked like a lot of fun yeah that that sounds like fun i know i've heard chris talk about it on discord on the tadpog discord as well and yeah it seems it seems neat well it's because the bulk of the show, uh, well, I, and I say that with quotes around it, uh, talking about Drax Night Out, an unreleased yeah. game for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Mm-hmm. Drax Night well, Out has been for me uh, in part of a long list of technical things that I couldn't fucking fix this week. <laughs> uh, I got when I finally got this ROM to work on my system, for whatever reason, I was having trouble with the controller. Uh, the controls weren't working right for me. I know this was something on my Steam Deck that I just didn't get right. Um, so my the bulk of my experience with this game uh, is playing the top of level one and and then watching a video of it. I played the top of level one for a very long time, <laughs> but okay. Before we get to all that, though, um, I brought it up a few weeks ago. If you guys want to do it, or we do something else, but I thought about a vampire draft. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah. good. Vampires in media. Perfect time. Perfect time to do it. All right, I'm going to pull up a random number generator. One through. Six. All right, Dave, two numbers. Uh, two and four. Two and four, Ian. One and three. One and three. All right, generate five. So then that would be me. So me, Dave, Ian. Okay. Let me fill out my sheet real quick. All right, uh, my number one. Vampire, uh, that's got to be Spike from Buffy. Uh, I, of course, I do. I'm a big Buffy fan. Uh, I love Angel too. It was it was a a very close like who am I gonna try to draft first, Spike or Angel? 
And I think toward the end, uh, I enjoyed Spike more than I enjoyed Angel. Okay. So yeah. I will take Spike. Dave. Um, I will go with Count Chocula from the cereal. Fair. I don't I don't know that I've ever had a bowl of Count Chocula to be perfectly honest. It's mm. it's fantastic. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's good. It's good. Uh, but I meant Count Chocula famous for Kellogg's cornflakes, not the other. Not the Oh. Other, yeah. No, not the cereal <laughs> that's named after him. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ian, your number 1 pick. Um Count Von Count from Sesame Street. Nice. He was on my list. Yeah, same. Can't, that was can't Melissa's favorite. A, you can't argue with a uh, a vampire who loves to teach. <laughs> that was Melissa's favorite Muppet growing up, but Jack doesn't seem to care about him all that much. Jack is all about Elmo and Cookie Monster. Man, I could wrong get with Henry the little Elmo. Like, can get Henry into like any Muppets. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Just isn't wasn't really interested. We like, we even did uh, Muppet Christmas Carol, and he did about what he does for every movie. This granted, this was like two years ago. He, he watched like the first twenty, thirty minutes, and was like, "Yeah, okay." No planes, so I get it. I understand. Yeah, he was in the Minecraft back then, but also not, also no Minecraft, unfortunately. Uh, my number two, number two favorite vampire, just because I'm going to take the popular pick, not my favorite vampire. I'm going to go for, go for most points with the ladies. And I will say Edward from Twilight. Batman. Edward Norton. Edward Cullen. Although the Twilight Twilight books, I have I've read them all. I've seen all the movies. Um, they're not as bad as they're. I mean, they're they're not wonderful, but they're also not as bad as they're made out to be. I didn't have any problem getting through them. I liked the first Twilight movie okay, and then in the I got about halfway through the second one and couldn't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Because they definitely they changed. I think they changed directors after the first one. Ah. Well, that'd do it. Mm-hmm. Dave, number two. Um, do they have to be a full vampire? What's What's the ruling on this? I think Alucard counts if you want to go half seas. Well, I, I mean, I wasn't going to go Alucard. It's a, I don't know how the hell I forgot about Alucard. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's a great idea. I'm not going to take it. Um, but I want to go Elvira. Okay. Mistress of the yeah. Dark, Elvira. Yeah. Uh huh. She's half vampire, right? Sure. Good enough for me. She's she's got the charisma of a vampire. That's right. She certainly hypnotized me as a young boy. <laughs> <laughs> Ian, number two. Lily Munster. That's a good one. I was going to go with Grandpa, but I thought, you know, <laughs> he's I don't know. I wouldn't call him one of my favorites, but I, I was always fond of Lily. Yeah, I get it. He's on my list. Grandpa Mustard's on mine. 
Uh, number three, I will pick specifically Castlevania Alucard. Now, there are a billion different iterations of Alucard. I'm going to claim Castlevania Alucard. Um, I will go with um, Nicholas Cage's Dracula from Renfield. Uh, nice. Okay. I had a feeling you were going to pick that one. I, he's really good as Dracula. Like that's, it's it's pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> I still need to see Renfield. I haven't watched it yet. Big. It's a it's a big recommend for me. I, I think you'd I think you'd like it. I I think I will too. I'm just gonna probably end up watching it on my own, which is fine. Uh, Ian number three. Blade. Blade's a good one. Daywalker. The Daywalker, Blade, the man in black. Wouldn't open his eyes. Had to be CGI open in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> like you do. <laughs> uh, let's see. My number four. Number four, I'll go ahead and claim Angel. Round out my, finalize my Buffy list. Dave, number four. Jeez, I can't believe we're already on four. I know. Uh, I was looking at my list here, and I'm like, man, I could. <laughs> There's a there lot. are a lot of vampires. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go with the famous. Uh, everybody knows from Dragon Ball, Dracula Man. Um, <laughs> Dracula Man from from Dragon Ball, from the Dracula Man saga. <laughs> they did fight Dracula. They at, at any point like they fight like all the universal monsters over the course of the original Dragon Ball. And uh it is ridiculous. <laughs> he like sucks all the blood out of Krillin's head. <laughs> oh. Mhm. Ian number 4. Uh no, number 4 would be the vampire Lestat de Lion Court. Yep, yep. He was on my list. He's a bad guy. You know, he's just a really shitty, horrible person, but he's good at being a vampire, you know? So it's like oh, yeah. I don't I don't pick Lestat because I admire him. I pick him because he's a good vampire. Uh, for my number five contested spot, a lot of different options. Um, a campy show that I did love had its ups and downs is True Blood. And I think the best character in True Blood is Eric Northman. So I will grab Eric Northman for number five. Do we want to go? Are we stopping at five? Do we want to extend? Oh, we could. We could go. I'm down to go to ten. What do you think, Ian? Yeah, man, I'm here for it. Okay. Uh, in that case, um, for my fifth, it's Morbin time. I'm going with, <laughs> with Morbius. Uh, not a good movie, uh, but it's hilarious that so- the internet convinced Sony to put it out a second time so that it could, so that it could bomb a second time. So that's always fun. God. 
Ian, number five. I will pick Celine from Underworld. Celine's a good one. She was on my list. Um, my number six. Well, I never. I've always wanted to see more of those movies, but I've only seen the first one. But I know there are like a whole bunch that kept coming out way after I thought they were done. Yeah, but for my number six, I'm gonna pick Laszlo from What We Do in the Shadows. Nice. Damn it. Yep. Yep. Damn it as well. That was on my list. Matt Berry is so fucking good at everything he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, yeah, he's great. Dave, number six. Um, I'm going to go with D from Vampire Hunter D, since we're allowing Good half one. vampires. Good one. I always wondered how, um, what it was like having a hand that would talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> And all the things you could do with it, yeah. yeah that's uh, uh. that's right, yeah. <laughs> Ian, number six? Number six for me will be the vampire David, as is portrayed by Kiefer Sutherland in The Lost Boys. Lost Boys, yep. Yep. Very good one. Uh, my number seven, just because I remember the scene... So vividly, so vividly, Santanico Pandemonium, played Damn. by Selma Hayek in From Damn Dusk it. Till Dawn. Damn it. That's awesome. That's an excellent pick. That, and that is a scene that one sees once and never forgets. Mm-hmm. Dave, number seven. Uh, number seven, I... Um, Keep thinking about Mr. Burns as Dracula. <laughs> uh, Henry and I went on that like so many Treehouse of Horror episode tear on Halloween, and uh, that one sticks out in my mind. Also, that's like got one of those scenes where it's like there's a frame of animation where like Bart's eyes are looking to the looking one way, and his mouth is the other way. Um, I see that one get memed a lot. But yeah, I'm going to go with Mr. Burns as Dracula. Perfect. Ian, number seven. Tyler, you picked Eric Northman, right? I did. Well, I'm picking Bill Compton, but only because I just wanted to say, Sookie. 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 Thank you, Dave, for sending that picture. You're welcome. <laughs> I posted the Bart in Discord. <laughs> <laughs> I like Bill Compton, too. Uh, number eight, I'll go ahead and grab Grandpa Munster. Yep. All right. Yep, that's good. Uh, for my eight, I'll go with uh, Count Strahd from Dungeons ooh, and Dragons. Ooh, Strahd is a good pick. Strahd von Zarevich. Zarevich. One or the other. That's a very, very good pick. Ian, number eight. My number eight will be Dracula as portrayed by Gary Oldman Mm -hmm. in Dracula. So I'm just going to abbreviate that as Gary Dracula. 
Gary <laughs> Gary Q Dracula. Uh, let's see. My number nine will be uh, one of my f- a, a transcendent villain. Even though I brought up True Blood as a campy show, I still absolutely my favorite villain of the entire series, and it goes further as being one of my favorite villains ever, Russell Edgington, who is the I think he was the king of Mississippi, um, and the the. After Godric died, the oldest living vampire, or maybe he was even older than Godric. Uh, incredibly powerful, didn't give a fuck, very brutal. Love Russell Etchington. All right. Dave, number nine. Um, I'm going to go with Dimitri from the Darkstalkers series of fighting games. I want to look that up. I'm not, not familiar. He's not like as famous as Morrigan from the same series, uh, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> because his costume isn't like made out of bats, I guess. Um, and, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's the he's the vampire in that in that monster roster of fighting games. Okay, Ian number nine. Um, well, I was lo- I had to I have to look up someone's name. Uh, oh my God! And I've and I've found the literal worst website on the planet. Uh, <laughs> bear with. I have my pick. I just have to figure out. Okay, my this is number eight or number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Uh, number my nine. my number nine <clears throat> is Alira from. 2004's Van Helsing. Uh, She's the okay the redhead of the three brides of um, Dracula. I like her the most. Okay. Uh, I'll round my number ten out with Jubilation Lee. Nice. Okay. (laughs) Jubilee's run, uh, where she was a vampire. Guess what? And she was a, a love interest of Gambit in that series, in that run, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I, I knew, I've heard that she was a vampire. <laughs> that's about, <laughs> that's about as much as I know, which that's kind of interesting. I mean, that's kind of like a, like out of any of the X-Men to be a, to become a vampire. That's kind of, that's a good one. Cause like her power involves like light, you know, that's kind of mm-hmm. like a, that's kind of interesting. Also, she's like presumably pretty low powered. So it's more interesting, I think, than someone like Apocalypse becoming a vampire. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's like, so what does he gain? Like, at this point, he loses. He just gets <laughs> uh, sunlight. Now he has, like, weakness. <laughs> now he just, yeah. If yeah, anything, it's worse for him. Yeah, it truly is a curse for him. <laughs> Dave, what, number 10? Um, Vincent Valentine from Final Fantasy VII. Ooh. Oh, I, that didn't even cross my mind. If we'll count it, but I mean, dude sleeps in the coffin, so yeah. I think he's <laughs> don't they even refer to him like that at some point? So yeah, I, that's. I, I think I think so. I'm not positive, but if uh, if you'll let me fudge it, then I appreciate. <laughs> he can, he can turn into a demon. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ian number ten. Number ten for me will be Chloe Grace Moretz as Abby in Let Me In. 
Oh, uh, um, yeah, it's a good, great movie. It's American remake of a um, another movie, a foreign film called I think it's like Let the Right One In or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm. She was really good in that. Any uh, honorable mentions? Uh, Leslie Nielsen. Ah, yes. Oh, damn. That's a good one. It's a really uh, good one. I'll also throw out, um, I don't know I don't know if he becomes a vampire or not, but Corey Feldman in Bordello of Blood. I know Angie Everhart's the main vampire. I can't remember if he becomes an actual vampire. Because, like, it's funny. I feel like I remember s- seeing him with fangs. When you said Corey Feldman, I thought you were going to say the Lost Boys. And I was like, he, <laughs> I don't think he ever got turned in that either. But maybe there's a whole series of, like, you know, movies based on vampires that Corey <laughs> Feldman is in where he narrowly <laughs> avoids becoming uh, a vampire. I do love the oh. idea of an extended Feldman Dracula universe. <laughs> uh, Colin Farrell um, is a good one. Uh, he was in um, he was in the one remake with David Tennant, um, Fright Night, the remake of Fright Night. Um, he was he was the bad big the heavy in that. He was a really good vampire. I was gonna go with I. It's funny because you mentioned, I'm glad you did mention the Lost Boys, um, but I was so like on the fence. It's like, dude, is the saxophone player a vampire? I'm pretty sure that he is, but I'm not positive that he is. So um, I was going to choose him, but didn't. Uh, There's Mark Hamill's vampire character from What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah. Yeah, any of the characters from what we do in the shadows. <laughs> yeah, all of those, really all good. of those vampires are should be at some mentioned at some point. Um, Dracula Flow. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Dracula Flow. Uh, <laughs> no, it's an honorable mention of mine. I'll pop that in the Discord so you can enjoy it. <laughs> uh-huh. Trying to think, any other Dracula. <laughs> Okay, I can only imagine from this thumbnail, so. <laughs> All right, I feel good about that. Yeah, that was a great draft. It was a really good suggestion. I liked it. All right, so we're going to take a little, a little break and then come back and talk about uh, Drax Not Out. Hell yeah. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. Duckula, Count Duckula. Oh, my God. Nicula. <laughs> But Nikki, shit! <laughs> the celery stalks at midnight. Shit! <laughs> God damn it! God damn it!
And we're back. And now it's time for the game talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay, so was there is there official box art for this? Uh, uh yeah. I mean, there's box art. I don't know if how official it is because the game didn't come out. But yeah, it ex- <laughs> it exists. So I'll um, I'll I'll assume this is the the what it would have been because it has Nintendo's seal on it of Dracula looking like Grandpa Munster but with some Reebok pumps on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so from fr- <laughs> I can't not laugh just thinking about the concept of this game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The the Reebok stuff came later. I I, I read an interview uh, from like the developer of the game. Um, I can't remember his first name, but um, the developer was talking about how like they uh, were making this game. And then all of a sudden Parker brothers was like, we need Reebok as a sponsor. (laughs) 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 So they weren't even like considered until like way after the fact. And then, um, he said they reluctantly did it. They're like, uh, okay, I guess. And then Parker <laughs> Brothers is like, nah, never mind. We can't do the game. <laughs> so <laughs> the, game, the game never came out. Uh, I feel like it should have. I don't know why, why Why? not release it. I guess some sort of inner turmoil with Reebok. I guess. I. I. Yeah, I guess. Or maybe they didn't want to spend the money on marketing it. Um, mm. To me, it. To me, it seemed like it was definitely a budgetary issue because in that interview, uh, the developer from Microtech like talks about um, they took on Reebok as a sponsor essentially to try to save the project. Um, mm. Yeah. So I think it was a money thing. Gotcha. And Nintendo had um, a, a stranglehold on, you know, the cartridges. Um because you had to license the cartridge. You had to pay for the cartridges. Oh, yeah. So there's a lot of extra cost that goes into releasing a game other than developing it. So I wonder, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I wonder if that had anything to do with it. You're probably right. Because, yeah, looking at this, I would have, looking at the box art, like I would have, just because of the shoes, the only thing I would have thought it would possibly have been is a platformer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have had no no clue what this game would have been about. <laughs> Man, Drax should have been an unlockable character in Shaq Fu. Like, <laughs> I'm there for that. <laughs> the monster in Reebok shoes will jump off your shelf. <laughs> uh, yeah, some marketing materials. This would be a pretty good out. tattoo. Uh, pretty good. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> who lost? Who lost the vampire draft? Let us know, audience, and that person will get a, <laughs> a Drax night out tattoo. Has to get the tattoo. <laughs> okay. I'll do it. I don't care. <laughs> How big does it have to be? Mm, I don't. I think that's dealer's choice. Ah, okay. Yeah. Or full back. <laughs> full, full, uh, <laughs> full 
fullback. It has to be it. the size of your foot as the pump, and then a full size Dracula <laughs> going up your leg. Oh shit! <laughs> oh yeah, his, no- his nose is your cock. <laughs> 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 you have to tattoo the teeth on your ball sack. It'd be pretty, it'll be pretty sweet. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's see. Uh, do we have a, a movie, celebrity, anything that we could compare our experiences with this game to? Uh, the only thing I could come up with for that would be the old the old comedy. Uh, Transylvania six five thousand, uh, because it's just silly, and the concept of this game is just silly. But there's there's um, you know, vampires involved in it, so that's the that's the joining together of those two in my mind. I haven't seen that movie uh, or heard of it until just now, and I'm like looking it up, and I'm like, I have to watch this. Jeff Goldblum's <laughs> in it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Gina Davis. Yeah, it's a. It, I, it, of course, at the time, it was when I saw it as a kid back in the '80s or whatever. You know, it was kind of risque, kind of filthy, kind of funny, adult humor, but. We actually recently rewatched it on a goof, and it kind of held up for different reasons, and it was silly, <laughs> but I actually really enjoyed it. Uh, cool. I give it a I give it a solid, a satirical uh, three stars. Wasn't Sage says check it out. You should see it just to, <laughs> just to say you've seen it because yeah, it's actually pretty cool. It's a funny movie. Okay. There's also another one um, that would fall kind of kind of in that same genre which is called it's saturday the 14th um it's a spoof on friday the 13th obviously Mm -hmm. uh another good another good watch uh just for shits and giggles okay cool dave about you uh well i chose grandpa munster um because he does look like a young grandpa munster yeah, and he does. And Phil, I don't even know if I'd say young because, like, he's got that like tuft of gray. Like, he's got the gray <laughs> at the temple that's like, yeah, just kind of sticking out, kind of like a Calvin's calic or something. Um, but Phil, uh, sandwich boat Phil mentioned on Discord that he looked like uh, Grandpa Munster, and he is de- dead on. Uh, he yep. looks like <laughs> he looks like Grandpa Munster drawn in the style of Steamboat Willie. Uh, yeah, <laughs> some very realistic Reebok pumps on. <laughs> yeah, I would say you know that also probably vampire or Grandpa Munster uh, would probably wear a pair of Reebok pumps. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could probably. see him. I could strangely enough, I could see them like going down that rabbit hole and trying to get him to endorse them. <laughs> you know, in but real see, life. If- that's why they didn't release the game. They didn't have enough money to pay uh, Grandpa Munster to <laughs> wear Reeboks on the TV commercial. <laughs> uh, I guess I'm going to choose uh, Gwyneth Paltrow because I feel like if Gwyneth Paltrow were to touch any common people, she would immediately die, just like 
Dracula does in this game anytime he comes into contact <laughs> with a human being. <laughs> so can we say can we say good things about this game? Three good things, three bad things? Uh, I mean, yeah. sure. Go ahead, Dave. You go first. Um, so the game is pretty interesting uh, outside yeah. of the fact that you play as Dracula who occasionally gets Reebok sneakers pumps pump sneakers um, it's and also beyond the fact that it was not released it's kind of this game where it's um, half a platformer uh, that that looks a lot like it's inspired by Castlevania like that that was Oh yeah, the stairs everywhere. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I know we're doing good and bad things. One bad thing, I guess this is counts as both. Um, the stairs in Castlevania suck, and I feel like when Microtech was developing the game, they were like, "Well, uh, I'm sorry, Microsmiths." So I kept I keep saying Microtech. It's Microsmiths. Um, when they were developing the game, it's almost like they made the decision. Well, the stairs in Castlevania suck. So these also have to suck. Um, <laughs> do we want to make it so that like the stair will like zigzag in like a Z pattern? Yes. Do we want to make it where you can fall through those stairs if you uh, if you don't press down and you you just press right or left to get on them? Yeah, you bet. That's how they do it in Castlevania. That's how we're gonna do it in our game. Um, <laughs> that, that is super frustrating. Um, yeah. But but I thought in like the overhead segments. Uh, reminded me a lot of the overworld in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for the NES, um, where you're kind of like roaming around in between sewers and like fighting foot soldiers and stuff. Um, I liked that. I think I think that part of the game, the over the overview, like the top down, looks really ugly, but it's really interesting because it's a game mode where you're trying to you're in this huge city the the city is huge yeah. um i thought his like, castle was too because i could never get out of it <laughs> <laughs> well the the city i feel like the, the is enormous like when i first talked to an old guy in the city and he's like i'll show you where mina is and then the map opened up it was like holy shit <laughs> like wow <laughs> i was i was like really blown away by how big the map was um and something that I thought was really cool is I played the game a second time. Uh, and when I played it the second time, the map was the, the map was the same, but the locations had changed. So like Mina was in a different building now and like the clues were different and different people were in different buildings. Um, I thought that was really, really cool. Like that is such a, I, I wish that, <laughs> I didn't hate the platforming segments, but I wish that they would have just taken that that top-down overhead map portion of the game and just like put the resources that they put in the platforming segment into into that to like make that even more impressive because I I, I this was a 1991 NES game, so it was pretty late. Yeah. But, but still, I feel like that that has fucking wheels like that, that, uh, that can really go because that's essentially like, that's a randomized game. Um, because I don't know how many iterations of this, of the seed there is, but I mean, um, 
I think it's there's something that's really cool about playing a game that has the same mechanics, but like um, different things are randomized, you know, kind of like Hades or like something that's like progressively generated, especially on an NES. I think that's really cool. Man, don't get me thinking about Hades. I won't be able to focus on the game talk. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sorry, sorry. It seemed relevant because you've been playing it recently. God. <laughs> I'm so into it. My God, it's sad how much I've been playing Hades. No, I love it. I'm glad you're happy. That's awesome. I it, The game brought me almost to tears the other day. I, I shit you not. I mentioned this in our chat in the Discord. The, it, it, I beat it. You know, I beat Hades. I, I finally got to the like end and beat it, quote unquote, beat it. You know, the primary quest. Um, mm-hmm. And I guess maybe I was glossing over some stuff the first time I played it, but my God, the story behind this game, I cannot get over how ridiculously complicated and good it is. It was just, anyway, I don't want to get off on that tangent, but yeah. (laughs) I, I like this game so much now that I listen to the fucking soundtrack. Just I'm listening to the oh, yeah. soundtrack of the game. No, no, it's fantastic. At, at yeah, work while I'm working. Yeah. I mean, so is Bastion. Everything that, yeah. that was it Darren Kolb? Is that his yeah. name? Who yeah. does it? Yeah. Fucking great. And he voices Zagreus, which I didn't know. Uh, no, I didn't know that either. Yeah, the guy that write that wrote all the music for the game voices Zagreus. So I thought that was really a neat little bit of trivia. No, I'm ready for Hades too, whenever it drops. Girl, same. Mm. So, um go ahead, Tyler. I say I I didn't I was I was very confused. Um I feel like I was just constantly wandering into different color palette rooms of Dracula's castle. I never could get out. Uh, but even with that happening, I didn't hate it because the game felt a little bit like a game. I do love, uh, in a weird way. That being Solomon's key. Mm, okay. Yeah. 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 Just the way you jump and move and position enemies. It just felt, it had, it felt like that just a little bit to me to, intrigued me enough to keep going but inevitably i would run out of time or die and go back and after after doing it like 40 minutes of not getting anywhere just going to different colored rooms then then i noped out but frustration aside didn't think it was awful yeah the i'm glad you brought up solomon's key because like the platforming segments of this game um are kind of they're kind of puzzly they're like super light puzzly um where it's like dracula can't really directly hurt can't do fucking anything yeah Yeah. like he can like he can hypnotize them but like which will stun them which is cool i think that's neat they're like oh yeah that's a thing that dracula can do and and the lore that's cool that they put it in there um but like the range on it is wonky and like the villagers are so fucking like fast and it's like their hurt box is like bigger than I feel like it looks like it should be. So like all that's kind of tricky and it's like 
Dracula can't really jump over them either, unless he has Reeboks. Not without Reeboks. Yeah. The villagers in that damn boulder gotta have the Reeboks on. I thought it was funny, like, whenever he sucks their blood, it sounds like he's pumping up the Reeboks. That sound it makes, (laughs) it's like... Uh-huh. <laughs> I just yeah, I didn't put that together. Yeah. I could not help but envision him like kneeling over this stunned person and then pumping up his Reebok. <laughs> I do like that. That's how they get around the sensors. <laughs> oh, it's not the sucking sound. He's just pumping it's... up his cool sneakers. Yeah. <laughs> Available now at a Footlocker near you. Uh, we had a. I had a good fairly good experience with this i mean it it was all right i thought sort of the side scrolling part was um i liked it a little bit i mean the stairs were confusing and there there are the obvious technical issues like uh dave you mentioned that i think are just inherent to an ambitious kind of platformer but mm-hmm. but i liked the way that it was sort of a puzzle solver. Um, You know, you could go and you have to flip this switch to open this door, which then lets this monster out that will knock out a villager that you can then pump up your Reeboks over. (laughs) Uh, You had plenty of options between, yeah, Frankenstein's monster and a ghost. A ghost. My favorite was the... Yeah, the boulder. My favorite was the spider. So yeah. you'd, oh, yeah. you'd, you'd let out the spider, and that fucker would just run ahead of you and stun everyone. Uh, it was almost like invincibility in a way. It was just really, really neat the way that worked. Um, so I thought, you know, it had some, it had some pretty unique. Uh, parts to it in that way you know that's kind of why i like the side scrolling part better um because i I thought it was like in like i inherently at first like avoided frankenstein and i'm like what am i supposed to do here and then i realized i would have thought yeah he's on my side (laughs) and that tracks obviously but (laughs) Yes. It's confusing, though, because I really liked seeing all of the traps that you set off. I think that's really neat. And it's like, it, that's that's really cool. It has this like Rube Goldberg-esque kind of like quality to it where it's like, yeah. you, you want to try to time the traps where it's like, oh, okay, so this villager gets here and then I pull the switch so that Frankenstein's monster can like grab him. One thing I wish they would have done is give you some kind of indication of which ones do hurt you and which ones don't, because some of right. them do. Like the boulder will hurt you, and then there's also like this punching glove on a spring that'll hurt you. <laughs> yeah. And and so it's like I got to a point where it's like, all right, so if it's not a monster, it'll hurt you, right? And then I get to a point where like in round two there is. Um, like a ghost with a pumpkin head. And I'm like, good old ghost with a pumpkin head. He's a monster. Definitely won't hurt me. And then he killed me. And it's like, fuck. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's kind of one of those where it's like, I get it. It's 1991. It's an NES game, but still like looking through it with like modern day lenses. It's like, it'd be cool if the ones that hurt you were like color coded red or something, you know, and the ones yeah. that are green. Yep. Yeah. 
I also would have liked to have had the um, life stats on the main screen so you don't have to mm. Uh, mm. come out of the action to see how much like vamp- blood you've sucked or mm-hmm. you know whatever. I, I don't think it would have been that difficult to uh, incorporate that in a, in a bar at the top. I don't think there would have been a lot of like graphics or level loss, you know, uh, and I think it would have because I don't I don't like when you have to. I think we had a game recently. I want to say Dirty Harry was like that. Yeah, uh, it was where you had to stop and get out of the action to see, you know, what's happening to your character, um, health wise or ammo wise or whatever, and not keeping not keeping it on the front screen is kind of one of my bads because. I don't know. You just have to having to stop playing to see what's going on and not being able to just look up at a glance is is frustrating. Yeah, I agree. It's and I I feel like it was a decision they made because like the NES has like I mean it is really limited how how many sprites they can display right, at a time. Right. Right. So, exactly. And, I, I knew that's why. Do, and they have a shitload of sprites on the screen cuz it's like all the switches are sprites, like all the monsters are sprites, you're a right. sprite. So it's kind of one of those where it's like, I can see why they did it, but I totally agree with you. It's a bummer to like hit select to be like, okay, now where's, what's my blood meter at? <laughs> right. uh, what's my count? Which I guess is like the number of people that you've drained or like the number of skulls. I think that's and what that is. Yeah. Like the system, the systems in the platforming segment, I think are really cool because it's like, if you drain a a certain number of people, which seemed to me like it was somewhere between five and eight, you would turn into a bat. Um, and then that yeah. gives you like invincibility <laughs> and, and you, you kill like everyone. Fly. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's fun. Cause like the goal is to get to the bottom of the bottom of one of the towers at the bottom of one of the towers, there is the exit and um, being an invincible bat really makes that uh, a lot easier. Yeah. Cause you just straight get them all. You just straight plow through Mm -hmm. them and you can like, you can drop, you know, seven to eight levels while before that runs out. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's kind of a game changer. So yeah, again, a good placement of a feature, I think. And then in the the overworld, uh, in the the second segment of the game, uh, if you drain enough people, you turn into uh, a wolf uh, that can run through the streets. He's invincible and he's much faster, Um, which is handy because like in that overworld segment of the game, like there are enemies that are just straight up invincible, (laughs) like they're like Uh. the ghosts in Pac-Man. Like they're just like, if they touch you, you're dead. There's nothing you can do. Um, it's the, it's the dudes in green shirts. (laughs) Actually, I kind of have issue with the fact that, uh, Dracula is turning into a lichen, uh, and (laughs) that's not possible. (laughs) They're mortal enemies, you see. (laughs) Of course. Actually, what else? Um, good things, bad things. Um, buy, rent, or birthday? I think, I don't know. I think this would be a fun a fun birthday gift. I think 
I think, you know, I could see, had this made it to market, I could definitely see somebody's aunt uh, picking this up with the Dollar General uh, and <laughs> and buying it for a birthday present. And I don't think it would be a terrible one because I think it would be fun to have it. You know, I think it's got a little playability. It's It, it holds its own. I could uh, agree so- with that. I'm- Go ahead, Dave. Go ahead, sorry. No, I was just going to say that I, yeah, I've, rent or rent or a birthday. I wouldn't have sought this out to buy it, but rented it. I would have had fun with it for a little while. If I'd gotten it from somebody I didn't expect something, a game from like my aunt or something, yeah, I would have been okay with this. It's a it's a buy for me. I loved it. I thought it was really unique and weird, and uh, I do wish that it came out. Um, because I would actually love to own a copy of it, like a legitimate copy, um, mm-hmm. not not like a, you know, flashcard copy or something. Yeah, uh, I think this would be like, because it's just I love it when I love it when fucking games, I love it when developers do this shit where it's just like, I don't know, man. Let's just like, there aren't a whole lot of I don't know. It feels like indie games now, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's kind of like. Where it's just kind of like, let's just try something different and see if it works. <laughs> and like, uh, I guess we take the sponsorship. I don't know. You know, it's just a weird, uh, it's just a weird thing. And that, well, as you know, it's funny like, also when things like this happen. And even though it didn't, like I said, it didn't get to market, I know that. But when hmm. things like this happen and it turns out that it's actually pretty good, uh, yeah. that's always the, yeah. sort of the unicorn, you know? Mm hmm. Yeah, I thought it was enjoyable. I really did. I thought the systems in like the platforming segment are really neat. I think like the the having to find Mina, uh, Dracula's girlfriend in the overworld portion of the game, I thought that was fun too because you get clues from people like, oh, there's a big barrel just south of the girl, and it's like okay, now you're looking for a barrel on the map. Um, yeah, it's 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 cool. It's um, I I hadn't played anything like it before. I, I do. It would be nice to see it. What it when I was playing that overworld segment, I was like, okay, there needs to be a Grand Theft Auto style game, but <laughs> but you are a vampire and it's like you're not doing crime shit, you're just like trying to survive, you know what I mean? And yeah. you're doing vampire shit. Doing vampire shit, which is also <laughs> criminal shit. But like you know, <laughs> a little bit different. <laughs> I mean, this game was reviewed. Could, at some point, you could buy Reebok pumps at the. At <laughs> yes, the store. of course. It's a, you have to be able to. <laughs> and like they, they I mean, totally like don't do anything except you could stop and <laughs> pump them up. But they don't like give you any power. They're just Reebok pumps. It, it's horse armor in Skyrim. You pay five dollars <laughs> DLC and you get cool Reeboks. Yeah. If cosmetic. this had come out on the NES, if Drag Snide Out had actually come out on the NES, they, they really should have put the basketball button pump, like, from the sneaker, like, on the cartridge. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you could actually, yeah, do it when you buy the cartridge. Yeah, like, the box has a die cut, like, so it's like you can actually push it. Oh, that would be amazing. But Dave, I saw where you posted the review where it's been reviewed. So surely there is a real copy out there somewhere, right? They had to make a cartridge to send it out to be reviewed. That's a good question. 
Um, I don't know how I don't know how reviewers got copies in the in the early nineties. Um, I assume that yeah, I mean there maybe there is a non non publication cartridge rotating. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Check your um, yard sales, people. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. It's probably if it exists, it's probably one of those carts that has like you know like the the white <laughs> matte finish label that just has like Drax Night Out like typed on it <laughs> do not distribute mm-hmm. yes um yeah brad from arizona he sent us um some some ads for the game uh which i guess didn't actually get uh published um one of which we mentioned earlier the uh the monster in reebok shoes will jump off your shelves uh ad and then yeah a game pro review uh which they had pretty good things to say about it yeah um the graphics were like the lowest score with like a, I think a two and a half and the sound they gave like a four, which I got to say, man, the sound in this game, the sound I felt like was fine, but like the music was all over the place. Cause like I, I really liked the castle music. Um, yeah. It, the castle like, music fuck. was groovy as fuck. Yeah, it was good man. Music. It's a bop. I loved it. It's like, this is awesome. And then like, I got to the point where I rescued Mina and it's like congratulations, and then that music is honestly some of the worst fucking music I've ever heard on the system. It's just like <laughs> I played it for Nikki; it was that bad. I was like, "Listen to this." I found it on YouTube, and I was like, "Listen to this." You won't believe this is actually like they were going to release this. Um, that's really bad. So it was kind of all over the place, but that that castle music make, makes up for it, I think. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Um, if we were to rank all the NES games, where do you think this would fall for you in the grand spectrum of NES games? Cool boy. I don't have a huge frame of reference for the NES, uh, really any more than I do for the Super (laughs) NES. Uh, but, uh, I've definitely played more Super NES games, even though I had an NES. Uh, oh, and that reminds me. Before we, when we get to what we're playing next week, um, there's something I wanted to mention about that. But um, as far as where this ranks, I don't know. I, I guess probably somewhere. I, I have to say, despite the fact that it probably seems like it should be at the kind of the bottom, I'd say this one probably would fall squarely in the middle because it's got some solid things going for it. I'm with you, Ian. My pool of NES experience is not as big as SNES, but I would say the middle. A fair estimation right now. Uh, David? It's a, it's a top half for me. Uh, I've played a, so many bad NES games. Um, <laughs> and, I mean, I've played a lot of NES games that are better than this, too. But, I mean, I don't know. I've There are so many bad NES games that I feel like Jack's Night Out is a... It's a top half for me. Um potentially like the bottom of the top third (laughs) that's fair it's very fair yeah because i know we can't really see how much it would be on price charting or there's no flopsy review for it right right do you guys have any achievements Uh, i have a couple Um, go on my first one is it's like People only do things because they get paid, and that's just sad. 
Uh, and to get that achievement, you pick up a pair of Reebok pumps in the game and run mm-hmm. faster uh, and jump higher. Uh, my second achievement is to make you a vampire, they have to suck your blood, and then you have to suck their blood. It's like a whole big sucking thing. A uh, little, Buffy, little Buffy quote there for my second achievement. And to get that, it is drain 20 villagers of their blood. Nice. <laughs> uh, I've got a few. Uh, the first of which is uh, going to sound familiar. Uh, contractor, no, I will not bow to any sponsor. <laughs> Uh, in order to unlock uh, contractor no I will not bow to any sponsor Uh, you play Drax Knight out while wearing a pair of Reeboks sneakers nice Um, next achievement is dead and loving it in order to unlock dead and loving it you finish round three of the game that is the final round in the game Um, it rotates from platforming segment to overhead uh and then it repeats that for round two, uh, but the, the platforming segments, they're both, you know, change, and then it does for round three. So if you beat all three rounds, you unlock Dead and Loving It. Um, my next achievement is From Dusk Till Dawn, in order to unlock From Dusk Till Dawn, rescue Mina right before the clock strikes 6 a.m. Uh, because nice. the game gives you a time limit. Uh, it starts at midnight. And then every hour in the game, in-game hour (laughs) that passes by, like a title card will come up that looks a lot like the cards from um, Nosferatu. Yeah, Um, I thought that was neat. Yeah, I think it's really cool. And it says something like, you know, the the clock strikes two. Only four hours remain before, you know, the sunlight comes and kills Dracula. So... (laughs) I, I think that's neat. Again, Ian, this kind of goes along with maybe what you were saying, where it's like, it'd be nice if the time were displayed um, so you could see it while you're playing as opposed to like the game pausing to tell you, yo, it's 3 a.m. Yeah, nothing, um, like a, nothing like a time-sensitive objective <laughs> and you have no clue as to how much time you have. <laughs> right. Uh, and then my last achievement is... Uh, Drax Night Out, more like Baby's Day Out, in order to <laughs> unlock uh, Drax Night Out, more like Baby's Day Out, finish round one of the of the game. <laughs> and that, that's uh, it. I've got two. Uh, the first one being just like Kesha, and you unlock that by freeing the ghost and hanging out with it, and it doesn't hurt you. Just like she said in an interview that she fucked a ghost and it was great. And they got along. Yep. Yep. Fucking uh, lucky, then, lucky ass ghost. <laughs> and then the second one being uh, Sisyphus was right. And that is get to where you're almost out of the castle, die from the boulder hitting you, and have to start all the way over again. <laughs> Man, you talking about the ghost reminded me of like in that overworld segment. I swear to God, this game is fucking cool. Like, see, you collect keys, and, like, the keys will open doors. It breaks the lore a little bit. You're not – you can break into people's homes. You don't have to be invited. Um, but see, again, if we're going to, like, a Grand Theft Auto kind of, like, style version of this game, it'd be great if there's, like, a, you know, like a convince me to – convince you to invite me in simulator, you know? Uh, we got, like, a dialogue. <laughs> um, and then, like, you could always hit the hypnotize button. It's like, fuck it. This isn't working. Hypnotize. Uh, but, like – 
in Drax Night Out, if you go in one of those houses, sometimes there's like a guy, like an old man, who'll give you a hint. Uh, but sometimes there's like, like I went to this one house and there was a woman sleeping in there. And I'm like, well, I guess I go over and like suck her blood. I mean, right? And I go over <laughs> and suck her blood. And then like she turns into a vampire spawn and she's like, let me show you where the girl is. And then she leaves the house and you can follow her. She's on the overhead map and like you can follow her. She like leads you to where Mina is. That's I, I don't know. awesome. It's stuff like that's Yeah, it's cool. It's like <laughs> just, they put so much like little weird shit in it that I love that. That's like, I don't know, that's like Monster Party-ish. Yeah, a bit. That reminds mm-hmm. me of it, yeah. Um, well, I got beards and glasses. We better do that. Yeah, you man. can't see you can't see me stroking my beard, Dave. So <laughs> I right. say it out loud. Yeah, you could have sent me a could have sent me like a gift strokes and beard. Oh. In, in, in Discord chat. <laughs> uh, Tyler, if you were to give this game a beard that sums up how you feel about it, what kind of beard would it be, and why? I would give it the beard of. Uh, UFC fighter Conor McGregor. Oh, okay. Because he has the largest Reebok sponsorship of all time. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Tyler, if you were to give this game a pair of glasses, what kind of glasses would you give it? Uh, Shots in the club taken by 50 Cent. Who also has an abnormally large sponsorship with Reebok for some reason? <laughs> well, fellas, is there anything else we want to do? Type about what we're going to play next week. Yeah, yeah. Top, top well, Gun. We, yes, we talked about top playing gun? Top Gun for the NES. Okay, uh, and I actually used it as a test on my emulator. Um, I forgot I owned this game uh, when I was a kid. Uh, nice. Um, so oh, shit. Okay. I only had a few games, and this was one of them, and I had completely forgotten about it until I played it. And I was like, oh, shit, I had this. Uh, so I'll have that experience to lend to it. Um, and also I spoke with um, Captain Gunner today, who apparently also owned top gun for the nes and he has said he wants to be on next week's episode excellent so he can talk Great. about it excellent that's awesome so uh he should be joining us as well i've already watched maverick so i just need to watch the original movie now and i'll be i'll be ready to go <laughs> same here <laughs> it's weird i watched it in probably the best order i watched maverick first <laughs> so yep. yeah that is that is correct um, I, of course I really loved the original when it came out, but the more I watched the original, as I got older, the cringier that movie became for me, uh, just because it's overloaded with stuff that it doesn't need. Uh, oh, yeah. whereas, whereas Maverick isn't, uh, yeah. Maverick is a, is star Wars, uh, only with yeah. fighter jets. Uh, and I, I loved it. I'm re- I really I'm looking forward to getting into it with 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 you guys next week. But I will say that like I was you know I was being facetious because like there are definitely moments in Maverick where I was like 
okay, that was supposed to mean something to me. <laughs> like that, yeah. <laughs> that didn't have the emotional hit. I feel like the the filmmaker was like, "This will get him." <laughs> from I know what, I know what you're referring to, and from that standpoint, yeah, you probably should have watched Top Gun first, <laughs> but it's fine, whatever. <laughs> Yeah. What are these flashbacks to the doctor in ER for? I don't understand. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Top Gun. Um, I don't think. Uh, I guess that about covers it. I know when we're remote, it's a lot. It's a lot more difficult to record. So I think it's pretty pretty good. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Um, well, let's see. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. You can find the show on iTunes, not spot uh, on Spotify, but not SoundCloud or Stitcher, but on YouTube, all over the place. There we got lots of shit going on, but most importantly is that Patreon. Yes, we do have that Patreon, as we like to say every week. Uh, Patreon.com slash Tadpog or PissTasters.com. Taste the piss. Thank you, Dave. Uh, mm-hmm. We are very grateful to have so many generous donors um, at any level. It's really great uh, that y'all would give us your money. Uh, just because we're doing something we love to do and the fact that you love what we do uh, and that causes you to want to give us money makes me very happy and makes me very grateful. So thank you all. Uh, we do have a list of um who we like to refer to as our executive producers. And these are the folks who donate $20 or more per month to the show. And I'm going to read the list of executive producers now, starting with uh, Plinko Nick Price, Cubicle Monkey, Cthusius Jeff Miners, uh, Gamebug Prime, Nathan Eaton, Matt Gentile, a.k.a. Gentle G, Louisville Correspondent, Princess Consuela, Banana Hammock, Flavor Trick, Tara uh, Dahl, Congratulations on your marriage. It's been a while since I fucked that one up, so I'm okay with it. Um, <laughs> Pinball Airplane Archmage Chris Edler. We're sorry you couldn't be on this episode. Sandwich Pope Phil Hawkins, who apparently likes Metric. Uh, I mentioned Metric uh, being the band that played the song from Scott Pilgrim. Uh, he mentioned that in Discord. So good for you, Phil. I'm glad you like Metric. Uh, Drinksmith Joey Webster. Uh, Derek Pope Sandwich. Thank you all so much for your generosity. Um, and as always, thanks to Dane, our Backlog Banisher, for putting our show up on YouTube every week. And um, who am I leaving out? I know I'm leaving somebody out. Oh, oh, um, Brad <laughs> from Arizona. I blanked on Brad's, Brad's name. I'm sorry uh, for uh, sending us the information about tracks night out Uh, looking forward to possibly more of your insight and information uh about top gun hell yeah hell yeah hell yeah well our theme song is boobs by sycamore drive look to that track found the shorts at tapbog.com hey boys we'll close it out i mean i feel like probably is dracula yeah yeah (laughs) all right so until next time Tropical Capricorns. Capricorns. I was Leslie Nielsen with his fart button being Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> I was Count from Sesame Street. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I was just Dracula. Tadpog is hosted and produced by Tyler Holland, Dave Moore, and Ian Chandler, and is available wherever fine podcasts are hosted. Have a question or comment for the hosts? Call us at 270-883-2555 and leave us a voicemail. We'll even play it on the show and respond eventually. Want to send us something? You can do that at Tadpog Studios, care of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box 3785, Paducah, Kentucky 42002. Sick of us doing all the talking? You can join in on the conversation by visiting our Discord at bit.ly slash tadpogdiscord or tastethepiss.com. Not many things are truly free these days, but our Discord is, and we'd love to see you there. Our theme song is Moves by Sycamore Drive, and a link to that track can be found at the show notes at tadpog.com. Thanks for listening, and if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe to our show on your favorite podcasting platform. We'd really appreciate it. And now, for dramatic reading. Yeah! I like it when girls stop by in the summer. Do you, do you remember? Do you remember when we met that summer? New Kids on the Block had a bunch of hits. Chinese food makes me sick. And I think it's fly when girls stop by for the summer. For the summer. I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. <laughs> I'd take her if I had one wish. But she's been gone since that summer. Since that summer. Thank you. Man, that took some commitment. I, that, that, yeah, especially with the COVID, man. I, I, hats off to you. That, that, yeah, that was yeah, very for good. Real. I, I want to just say that like, I'm looking forward to getting back to the Holland deck and seeing you guys uh, and not having to say, taste the piss within earshot of my son. <laughs> um, so I'm really, really looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully by next oh, week, Tyler will be COVID free and we can get back together. Yeah. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Hell yeah.